Colossians 1.15. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. So the he in this verse is referring back to verse 13, the beloved son in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. And verses 15 to 20 are moving us into a new section in the letter to the Colossians. So verses 3 to 8 of chapter 1, a prayer of thanksgiving for the Colossians. Verses 9 to 14, a prayer of thankfulness for the Colossians. And the last couple of verses have been transitioning us into verses 15 to 20, which is a, just a song of praise uh, to God for Jesus. It's a song of praise about Jesus, and it's, it's one of the richest descriptions of Christ that we have. And this verse, verse 15, is the, the first of four just incredible statements about Jesus. So verses 15 to 16 are unpacking the idea of him being the image of God, the firstborn of all creation. Verse 17, uh, we're going to see that he is before all things. Verse 18, he is the head of the body, the church. And again in verse 18, he is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead. So those are four incredible truths, and those are grounded in the truth of verses 19 and 20, that in Christ Jesus, the fullness of God was pleased to dwell and to reconcile to God all things. And so the, this truth of the fullness of God dwelling in Christ grounds these four incredible statements about him. And to sum up all of those statements, I would say that Jesus is above all things for he is God and the plan for making everything right. He is above all things. And the first of those statements is the one we have in verse 15 here, which is he is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. So dividing that into two clauses, let's take this idea of the image first. I think that John 1.18 is the best verse to go to to explain this verse. John 1.18 says, No one has ever seen God. The only God who is at the Father's side, he has made him known. And so Jesus, who is God, John 1.18 is saying, who, who has the fullness of God dwelling in him, Jesus makes known the Father to us. So the invisible God in verse 15 here, he is the image of the invisible God. No one has seen that invisible God, but Jesus Christ is the image of the invisible God. And when we look at Jesus, we see God in his fullness. So, so much so that in John 14, Jesus says to Philip that if you've seen me, You've seen the Father. How could you say, show us the Father? If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And so that's what it means to be the image of the invisible God. And interestingly enough, we are called to be the image of God as well. But in our sin, we've failed to do so. So we have the image of Christ, which is what we are being transformed into gradually, day by day, through the process of God making us holy, making us like the image of his son, who is the image of God in totality. And so, he is the image of the invisible God. And then the second half, the firstborn of all creation. Arius, in the 300s, used this verse, among others, to propose the, the idea that Jesus himself was not 
actually equal or co-eternal with God. Aries thought that the father's godness was greater than the son's godness because the son had a beginning. He was the firstborn of all creation. So is that what this verse is talking about? Orthodox Christians throughout the centuries have said, no, that's not what this verse is talking about. Instead, the idea is rank. He's above or over all of creation. Psalm 89, 27 uses the idea of firstborn. When God says about David, I will make him the firstborn, the highest of the kings of earth. It's not the firstborn, uh, literally, in, in order, but he is above all of the others in rank. And so Jesus is the firstborn of all creation. He's above them in rank. So when a Jehovah's Witness comes to your door and says this idea that Jesus had a beginning, he was the firstborn of all creation, you say, well, it's not talking about birth order as if Jesus had a beginning. It's talking about rank. And the reason is going to be unpacked in tomorrow's podcast, which is verse 16, the rank that all things were created in Jesus. And so Jesus didn't have a creation. He wasn't created. He was the means of all creation and he is above all of creation. So just really quickly summing this up, there's a lot in these verses. How can we pray from them? We can pray, God, thank you for revealing yourself to us in Jesus. We would never have seen you except you revealed yourself to us. So thank you for Jesus being above all things in creation and thank you for him revealing you truly and fully to us. And that's Colossians 1 verse 15.